sitting off my left elbow here in the newsmaker chair. And it's been way too long since we've seen each other. Former uh, third district congressman Marlon Stutzman is sitting right there. Marlon, hi. Hi. It's great to see you. Yeah, it's, how, it how has been a while. Too it, long. It really has. I was trying to think of the last time because I don't think that uh, Kim and I saw you the last time we came up to the theater. Yes. Because uh, we came there. And th- th- this is a shameless plug. Uh, but you, you guys have the theater up there now. Yeah, Round Barn It used Barn to be theater. Amish Acres, and yeah. now it's the Round Barn Theater, and you can find all their stuff online. But you guys have tremendous shows. Thank you. Uh, and and uh, and some of the music, if it's music that Christy has written, that's that's no slough stuff. I mean, it's it's top shelf. She's – well, you know, I mean, I know you married up, and you know that I married up. Oh, dude, we both lucked out <laughs> in, in life's lottery. I mean, come on, we married way up. Yeah, but Christy's really having a lot of fun uh, with the theater, writing music. That is her passion. Yeah. She's actually uh, going to be writing a book um, related to – Politics, really? uh, yeah, and so she's working on that. Um, she's just doing very well, yep. and uh, but the theater, you know, we bought that February fifth, twenty twenty, right before we heard of this virus called COVID. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that, I, I remember you. I remember talking to you a few times, um, and and uh, right after it broke, and you know, and you were having to cancel shows, and staff couldn't come in, and you couldn't do this, and the restaurant was open, and I'd hang up, and Kim goes, "So how are they doing?" I said, "Well, I think Chrissy's okay." Um, Marlon's suicidal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there were days. But you know what? It's been, it's, it, I have learned a lot with, with a, a tough business through COVID and all of the, you know, this is one of the reasons why I'm here to talk to you about what we're considering doing and running for Congress is the fact that we've run a business uh, through the last three years that has faced tremendous consequences because of government decision yeah um and and first of all we'll get into the running again for congress because i think that's awesome um and and the house that you have that you and christy that you bought and you and the kids refurbished and everything up there and how it's a beautiful place thank you um and uh just tremendous place and it's 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 really cheap that you guys have that place because where are you going to go to get your kids senior pictures taken you're going to take them right there (laughs) (laughs) yeah christmas pictures yeah yeah christy she of course you know it's like all right outside yeah dude i just saw pictures of your family yeah preston your youngest yes holy cow where did that grow come from? <laughs> uh, he is. It's been so fun watching those two boys grow, and especially in the last several years. But you know, and that's. I, I'm not a fan of Facebook, but you know, it's kind of like a necessary evil. Yep. But it's a great place to store family pictures. Yep. And then you know, when those memories pop, pop up every morning, and you see a picture of your kid only three years ago, and he's in braces, and and now he is. He's just. He's a he's a very handsome young man, and and yeah. I always tell people that they got their looks from me because Christy still has hers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so. Good luck with that. So, uh, yeah. No, but I mean but, you, but you've got two very fine sons. Yeah. Just just great young men. Yeah, Peyton is doing very well. He's at Grace College. Okay. And uh, studying business there. Wants to be a, a police officer. He's on the reserve uh, force there in Winona Lake and uh, uh, Preston's a junior in high school. And as looking at uh, college, he wants to take over parts of the family farm. So, so you're telling me that if I'm near Winona or Warsaw and I go zipping through just a little <laughs> bit faster than I should in my high-flying Ford Fusion, that it might be somebody pulling me over I might know? Yes. Uh-huh. Don't let him—you I, I, know, I would think that he would be kind 
but he's he's like a oh uh, dude he'll be kind and then he'll slam me with the the greatest amount of money you could put on a ticket i know him that's peyton yeah that's exactly right and that he gets from his mother so, um, i'm not saying anything no, no no um you know i always i always enjoyed you which sounds like a funny way to say it i, I always enjoyed having you as my congressman yeah um because i never ever and i've said this on the air i don't know if i've ever said it with you sitting here I never, ever, ever had to look over my shoulder to see if the thing that Marlon had promised me, whether to my face or to a crowd I was in, that you were keeping your word on what it was you said you would do. I've, I've never had you go back on anything you've ever said to me. And the very fact, because I, th- I personally think Jim Banks has done a fine job. Yes. Uh, and the fact that now he's going to step up uh, to, uh, to the Senate, uh, because we should have at least one of two senators that's a conservative. Uh, so <laughs> I'm glad you came in today. I mean, you caught me on a great day. You know that? Um, Seems so. Yeah. No, but I mean, but but to have him step up and then to have you say, you know what? My business now is running to uh-huh. a level that I don't have to be there to manage everything. Because at the start, yeah, it's like me with this radio show. When they first wanted me to take this show, I couldn't. Yeah, you know, my office, I it, I just wasn't to the point I could pull that off. Yep. Until finally, I said, okay, I think we can do this now. Yeah. And that's kind of where you are. So the the business will just keep going, and Christy will run the theater, and you can step back into, and it'll actually, I think, I'm putting all kinds of thoughts in your head here. <laughs> it'll actually be slightly easier for you, I think, because Christy will go back with you to D.C. sometimes, but she's got everything going on here. The boys don't have to go back with you every week like right, you used to. Right. Oh, I don't know how you guys did what you did back in the day. It, you know, I mean, I, I don't want to say that it looks easier, uh, but from where we are now, and that's one of the things about politics, timing is really, really important. And for our family, the timing is good. Um, and, you know, the boys are grown. You know, Peyton's taking care of the farm. You know, he's still taking care of the, the, the cattle and the horses. And, uh, you know, the horses got out yesterday and he's running over there you know, taking care of them. Um, you know, Preston graduates next year. He'll be off to college. Uh, so the timing is really good. Christy is, has the ability to, you know, kind of work wherever we're at yeah. uh, with yep. her writing. And, um, I, I, you know, the experiences that I've had in the last seven years um, have just, again, reminded me how important it is to have strong leaders in Washington. And um, there's some been some very difficult circumstances over the past seven years with COVID and, and, and those pieces. But you can look at the leadership that we've had over the last eight years, and there's two very different types of leaders. And we need strong leadership that's willing to make tough decisions. I had to make tough decisions in business. And, um, you know, but uh, but you're right. As far as timing goes, things just have gotten to this point where it's like, you know what? You, you almost have to. You almost have to look at reasons not to do it. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I don't think that they're there. Do you remember the first time we met at, at the farm north of Kendallville? Yeah, I, I think you were a pie tester. You were running for state senate, <laughs> and you're and, and Christy called judge. me. Yeah, yeah, and she said, she goes, "Are you available on Saturday from such and such a time?" And I didn't know Christy, and, and I thought this woman is pushy and she's. <laughs> And she wants me to not come. Your, do, not my words, your words. Yeah, she wants me to come do this thing, and then I found out I was going to be one of like six pie testers, mm-hmm. pie judges, and I'm like, yeah, go ahead, put me down. And so, <laughs> and so, and so then, but we came up there, and and some kind of a bond formed between you and me even yeah. back then. Yeah, and and we could just tell, I think, 
that things for you were going to be really, really good. And we were kind of at the start of this program. Yeah. Uh, but, it, but it all started to come together. Um, I was thinking back in my head, when you went to Congress the first time, the Speaker of the House was Nancy Pelosi, uh-huh. and and you went in and you were actually filling out the term of yeah. Souter. Correct. Yours was an unusual one in that you were part of two caucuses. You were part of the caucus to fill out his term and then part of the caucus to be on the ballot for that fall. Yes. And you won, and then you won. Yes. Um, and Nancy Pelosi, one of the things that, that struck me about that was you said, you were, you were back here and you and I had breakfast one morning. A couple of weeks after you first went into Congress, and you said, you know, the thing that really impressed you was Nancy Pelosi, when she went to do the swearing-in, she remembered your kids' names. She remembered Christy's name. So she she might have been the Wicked Witch of the West, but she had a great memory. <laughs> well, it was either written on her hand or something. I yeah. don't know. But I was, I was impressed by that. I remember as we were driving to the Capitol, Peyton was... Uh, probably about eight years old. And, uh, of course, you know, we just come through this campaign talking about this bad person, Nancy Pelosi, and, and uh, Christie's telling the boys, okay, now we're going to be meeting Miss Pelosi, and, you know, um, we, she's going to be swearing Daddy in and all those other things. And Peyton all of a sudden just pipes up in the back seat. He's like, well, I've got something to say to Miss Pelosi. <laughs> <laughs> Christie whips her wow. out and is like, uh, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you, you keep that in your back pocket, son. <laughs> yeah, but, that's but, right. But she was your first Speaker of the House. Yes. Then it was John Boehner. Correct. And then it was Paul Ryan. Yes. Uh, so you've kind of gone through the gamut. Um, are you... Are you looking forward to the opportunity maybe now to be there with McCarthy as the Speaker of the House? I am. And, and you know, this is what I'm I'm anxious to learn. Uh, you know, a lot has changed in the last seven years because, and this is what I think was so important about the Trump administration. The, the, uh, what I think President Trump taught the Republican Party is not just to, to sit and say nothing, but to actually say something, to stand yep. up and say something. Yep. Now, we can all say, well, he did it the wrong way, he did it the right way. Some people like his style, some people don't. Um, I think he taught the Republican Party some valuable lessons in to stand up and speak up, and, and you got to push back. Yep. Uh, so I think McCarthy has learned a lot from that, from what I can tell. Jim Jordan, my mentor. Yes, yeah. You, you and I did an event with him together uh, up in Kendallville one right. time. Yeah, yeah. And you know he was he was supportive of of Kevin McCarthy. Jim Banks is supportive of Kevin McCarthy. He obviously got the job done. Right. Um. But I, I think that there's a it's a different party, and so I'm anxious to learn about that. But as I tell people too, you know, being in business, you have to figure out a way to bring people together. And get a job fixed. How do you fix a problem? And and I I'm anxious to see if that's the type of leadership we have, because it's so it seems easy to just poke each other in the eye. We've gone from uh, when I started in Congress in 2010, the the uh, national debt was nine trillion dollars. Today. Now what are we at now? Thirty one. Thirty one and a half trillion dollars. Yeah. That's 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 mind numbing. That is the problem that is facing our country. Yeah. And and that's gonna be one of my top issues to address. Well the thing that you've learned, uh and I'm just supposing this, we've had some conversations, but since you've come back and whether it's you know, buying buying the barns mm-hmm. and and running a theater company, which if you want to drive yourself out of your mind, deal with theater people. <laughs> Even the good ones are as flighty as all get out. But but if you can do that, and then your wife is being creative and she's trying to write, uh, and then you're you're going through some struggles with family and illness with some, and she's gone through struggles family and illness with others, and then through all that, you keep pulling together and yanking together and all that. You get your kids through school, um, and, and and then at the end of all of it, you stop and you look back. And you go, I th- I think it's time for us to step back in yeah. 
because our family's coming out pretty well. Mm. We need to help other families come out pretty well because that's the end of the game for me. Yeah. Well, and you know, that's one of the things that I learned from my grandfathers, um, both Andy Stutzman and Clarence Miller. They helped people. Um, you know, it was whether it was after a hurricane or a tornado, they were there to help. My grandfathers were just were wonderful men of faith. And, uh, and you know, raise their families to the best of their ability. Family is important to us. Yeah. And that was one of the things that was important to me after the 2016 election. Even though we weren't successful, I was, I was fine with that because I, could, I wanted to be a dad first. I wanted to be a husband first. I want to be able to be a family man first. Well, t- tell everybody, being a dad first, mm-hmm. tell everybody, why did you go into politics the first time down at the Statehouse? What was it that prompted you to do that? Well, it was 9-11. Uh, I, Christy and I... Um, you know, we're married in 2000. Peyton uh, was born in August of 2001. I mean, it would have been less than three weeks later, 9-11 happens. I'm holding this little baby boy in my arms. And um, my thought was to, uh, you know, to join the military. But Christy's like, uh, let's sit down and talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Think that over. Honey. <laughs> yeah. But that was an opportunity for us to um, engage in the political uh, process. And we were successful in, as a state representative. And, you know, I, I tell you, they... It's a humbling and it's such an honor to serve, especially Northeast Indiana. There's so I think the answers are found here because it starts with faith, starts with family, hard yep. work. Yep. All of those values are right here, yep. and Washington needs more of that. Yeah, no, they really do. If we could do, you and I often said, yeah. even on the campaign trail together, if we could duplicate Northeast Indiana mm-hmm. and move it to Washington, yeah. we would fix a lot of what's wrong with the country. Yeah. Um, in, in that, um, what is it that you view? Um, and, and we're going to be out of here in two minutes. You can hang on for a little bit, right? Uh, yeah. After the bottom of the hour? Yeah. Christy, he'll be home late for dinner. Whatever you need, sir. <laughs> hey, you know what? I got to tell you this. The honor of my life was being the, in the bullpen for the Pat Miller program. So, I... <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> you, 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 were, you, were the, you were the best fill-in I've ever had. And, yeah. and I'm not kidding. No? Well, thank you. Yeah, I, absolutely. I enjoyed it. It was, it's, yeah. a, it's a really great experience. And, and, then, and then Marlon said, well, since I filled in for you, I, I'm getting ready to run for Senate. Why don't you run for my Congress seat? And I said, no, <laughs> no, no. Right? I would step, I would step aside right now. Oh, if you shut decide. up. If, shut up. If Pat Miller decides to run for any office, not gonna happen. I'll step aside. No, not in this life. No, okay. sir. No, no. I like sleeping at night. <laughs> so, um, but but as you as you sit here now, and as you're looking to get back into the race, um, it, it, this is actually a very cool situation. You know, Banks comes in. Uh-huh. You step away. You're running for Senate. He steps up. He basically picked up right where you left off yeah. and has done really, really well. Yeah. Now, he's going to go on to the Senate. Yeah. Braun's going to go to the governor's house. And then you come back and you step back into Congress. Northeast Indiana, we would be in the best situation that we've been in probably in decades. Yeah. Well, and you know what? I think with with all of us and, you know, the one thing Indiana has done is we've had effective conservative leaders. Yep. And you look at what Mike Braun's doing, what he did. When he was in the state house, when he did, when he was in in business, uh, creating jobs, and then when he went goes to the to the U.S. Senate. Now, I think he'll also be the first to tell you the U.S. Senate is a place where he banged his head a lot because yep. of the frustration he yep. had with the leadership there. Yep. Yeah. You know, they tell you it's the deliberative body. Yeah. It's all the sort of place you go to smack yourself in the head with a two by four. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's 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 the it's like the house except with the house you smack yourself in the head faster. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so, so, so that's how that goes. Um, any 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 big surprises right now in the house? I, I, I've I've got to tell you, I'm a little surprised that the majority of the house is no larger than it is. That is the surprise. I, I, the first thought, I mean, when you mentioned that, that would have been my 
my first thought that we did not win the Senate back and we didn't win the the House back. I mean, we we should be winning in Georgia. Um, yep. There's no reason for yep. the Senate Republicans to lose in Georgia. Yep. We should be winning in Arizona. Yep. Um, you know, this, so I know the maps are, are 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 good for the Republicans in 2024. I think we win the White House back in 2024. I do too. We've got a great lineup of candidates to run for president. Um, you know, whether it's Ron DeSantis, Christy Noem, uh, Tim Scott, who I hope runs out of South Carolina. I like Tim Scott. Oh, I mean, we've got a great bench, and yep. uh, so you know, whoever that candidate is. Is going to be a great candidate. So. Yeah, I'm going to have to step away here for a minute. You've done this job. You know we have to go to the breaks. Yes, sir. You have to do it when they do it, or they don't write the checks. So we're going to step away. Marlon will be with me after the news. Coming up straight ahead, this is Pat Miller on Wobo 1190 AM, 107.5 FM. Most people aren't. That's true. The bean dinner, maybe? Yeah, I think that's right. But one of the things things he pointed out was Josh stuck his head in uh, just a little bit because he's on his way up to go do a hockey broadcast up in Mishawaka. And so he came in, and as soon as he left the room, Marlon goes, the kid's got a terrific voice. Now, I want you to know something, okay? Yeah. He never said that about you, well, and he never said that about me. I can't compete with the voice of Josh Williams. No, no Josh Williams has a voice that's, you know, there are some people that are just blessed beyond blessed. Yeah. You know how you, you, you and I married up? Yes. Okay, he broadcasted up. Yes. I don't know how you do it, but he did it. Well, I always thought I'd wanted to be on TV, but then they said that I had a face for radio. Yeah, and and so, and, and then I said that, and then they said, "Well, some people have a face for radio." <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you ever thought about writing for the newspaper? <laughs> so, um, so you got a lot of talent around here. Uh, oh, we have some tremendous people around. Yeah, you here. do. Yeah, um, I've always said the success in broadcasting is who's around you, mm-hmm. L- less about who you are and what's what's around you. And I've always been extremely blessed. Um, and I have no business doing what I do. You know, you and I have had that conversation. You know, I was an insurance guy. This this fell in my lap. It was actually it was shoved into my lap. Yeah, but I remember I remember Christy and I lis- listening to you on Saturday mornings. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we always said to each other, "Man, we hope he's on the afternoons, weekdays, someday." I mean, really, we didn't. Sure did. And we didn't really know you at the time. Yeah, we're, we're, we're my fives and tens. Hang on. <laughs> so, um, and, and then, yeah, and it happened. And you, it happened at a tough time, too. I remember yep. politically. And, and you were the right person and the right voice. And, yep. you, and you have been uh, ever since. And well, I'm so glad you're still here. And, and some, what's always cracked me up is people sit there and, and, and it happened uh, with Mike Pence at the book signing that we did a month ago. And he said, he goes, you know, you are such a strong, consistent uh, conservative. Yeah, I said, Congress, I said, Governor, all I got to do is just be me because the the conservative part of it's not fake. It's who I am. That's right. Yeah, you know, it's like I, you know, I never have, I've never had to worry with you, and I've never had to worry uh, with Jim Banks when it when an issue comes up in Congress. Okay, well, I know where that vote's going to go mm-hmm. because I know you, I know him, I know Mike Braun. Yeah, so I know how that hammer's going to come down, and it is such a great joy of not having. To worry about it, you know, because not everybody in every district lives like that. No, that's true. And and but you know, um, you know, you you one of the things that I've always admired about you, and I, we also have a lot of other people in the conservative movement, is that you know how to laugh as well. And mm-hmm. that was one of the things that um, Christy and I always enjoyed about you and just being around you is that you you laugh as well and you have fun. I think there's sometimes people in the conservative movement that are. They come across angry. Yeah. They come across mad. Yeah, they're so like, stodgy. Yeah, there, there, there are some, 
There are some talk show hosts, TV and radio, Yes, they start every program exactly the same, and they're always mad. Yes. That's how they come on the air. And I'm like, I can't live like that, you know? <laughs> no. No, yeah. life's too short. And, and you know, we need, to, we need to have fun. We need to look at things in perspective. And uh, even though t- things are not the way they should be in Washington, um, a little levity goes a long way sometimes. Well, and, and we need... I'm I'm tired of throwing my hands up with Washington and saying I need to start throwing my hands out. Yeah. First of all, to receive a blessing from God and to offer myself to other people, whether it's you or Jim Banks or whomever, and just just find ways that we come together and say, okay, how do we craft together more to become the nation that we need to be and even the nation we used to be, yeah. which we've kind of walked away from. Now, listen, there's one other thing here on my notes that i got to get to uh, because if I don't do it, I'm going to forget. And if I forget, I'm going to be really, really mad at myself. Okay. okay? Um, there is – you love your wife, Christy, to death, mm-hmm. um, just uh, as I – with the lovely Mrs. Miller. Yes. But there's another woman in your life, and uh, she lives with your father. Yes. And she has an incredible talent, uh, which uh, revolves around one of my favorite fruits. <laughs> you know where this is going, don't you? I do. <laughs> she, she makes the most incredible peach pie I've ever had in my life. Amy, you should have seen this. After his mom made peach pie for me, like maybe two or three times, and I, I talked about it to the sky. We're going. Kim and I are going down to be in the WoWo truck for the Three Rivers Parade. Now you're a sitting congressman, so you and Christy are up at the front, and I look up because we're we're lined up for the parade, but we're like halfway back, and it's maybe a half an hour before the parade starts. And all once I see you and the boys, yeah, and you're walking along the parade route coming back. And all at once you start waving at me, and I'm like, what is this nut job doing? And, you, and they brought me a peach pie. <laughs> right? Isn't that we right? did. Yeah, yeah, we did. But, but, but your mom is such a doll. Oh, she is. And, and she does make the most amazing peach pie oh. ever. I mean, it's. Yeah. I can't stop eating it when it's in front of me. Yeah. So it's like, just take it away, Mom. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, I am so for you going back into Congress, but I'm not as excited about it as I would be if I didn't think there was some peach pie coming. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> See, I, I know there's dues to pay to the, you know, the Pat Miller, yeah. uh, the great. Pat Miller, and so peach pie. If that's it, yeah, the, uh, you know the, what? Gr- can... the great Pat Miller, sure, yeah. So, mom, if you're listening, um, I think there's. If you have any peaches, you yeah. know, let's let's. And can I and can I say something about them? And, yeah. and the, what's this got to do with politics? Nothing, and everything. You didn't fall very far from the tree. Your your mom and dad are genuine people. Yeah. I mean, they are genuine people. The, the time that you had us up there in Michigan, uh, because your farm is half in Michigan and half in Indiana. Yeah. And so w- when we crossed over the Michigan line, and, and I started feeling, you know, the blue and maize demons and everything. But, but but we got to their house. They are the most gracious people ever. Yeah, they are. And, and we were up at the barns. I, f- I forget what we were up there for. It wasn't the Christmas, but some play in the in the fall of last year, and your mom was there. Yeah, because we were at we were having a dessert or something at the little ice cream brownie shop, whatever. Yeah. Which because that's my that's my calling. And <laughs> we have more of those callings, by the way. Yeah, yeah there's, the, they're there. There you go. Uh, but but she came over. She just treats you like the world. Like yeah. you, you're supposed to be there, and you know that's just the way she is. Yeah, they, they're just salt of the earth people, and I and I honestly, you know, say my. My parents um, 
are are truly amazing people. They're just hardworking. They love their children. You know, they they have been um, us children are very fortunate um, because yeah. they've been helpful to us. I mean, you know, we were running a restaurant over in Napanee, and all, all of a sudden you're short staffed and you need help. Well, guess what? You turn yep. around and there's mom and dad, yeah, and they're there to help. And yep. dad, he likes busting tables and and just joking with people. One time, we, one time we were there for dinner with our friends, the Yazels, who were <laughs> our friends from South Bend, and so they came down and we went up and we're sitting there having dinner for some event somewhere and all at once your dad comes out and he's bringing us our dinner because it, it was ready to come out and the and the waitress was still too busy with another table so he just brought it i think he just wanted to come out and say hi well he wanted to come say hi to kim yes See, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> right. well no that that sounds like him and, and you know he wants to make sure people are happy he wants to serve people and you know he wants to make sure he can help our staff we have an amazing staff there as well but all of our all of our employees you know they're just hardworking people but they just throw themselves in and help wherever they can to make the job a little easier and that's really what it's all about is yeah. you know, how can we make things you know better for all of us and and then you watch what's going on in Washington and it just seems like there it, it's a totally different mindset there. Yep, it is and, and I'm, I'm going to put in a shameless plug with whatever it is that's going on at the barns this year if Christy redoes her Christmas Carol play with her music yeah Folks, you got to go see it. It's just the music is unbelievable. Well, I, I don't want to burst her bubble, but there's going to be another big announcement uh, related to Ship Shawana uh, coming up here in the next uh, couple of weeks. So, really? Yes, there is. And uh, Christy's a big part of it. So, Uh-oh. very excited about what she has to announce here in the next couple of weeks. But she's, um, yeah, she's just an amazing talent, wonderful voice, and um, can't say enough good good things about her. But uh, yeah. she's been so supportive of, of me serving in office. Right. She's been so supportive of me as we, you know, uh, run businesses and grow businesses. Uh, but, uh, you know, this is an opportunity, I think, that, uh, you know, you just never understand the timing in life, but there's always a reason when you look backwards and see later, like, that was the right time to do yep. that. One other quick break, and then we'll be back. We'll have about eight minutes left, and there's a couple of questions I want to ask you and get away from my storytelling and just ask you some things relative to the office, and we'll be doing that straight ahead. Marlon Stutzman's here, and we're going to be back straight ahead. This is Pat Miller on WoWo 1190 AM, 107.5 FM. Seriously, I recorded this this morning. It was amazing. Made Kim so mad, because I always do my steel guitar stuff at about 4.30. So, um, no, hey, listen, Marlon Stutzman's here. Marlon, listen, really, uh, thank you very much for being here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. And, and for trusting us a little bit. With what's on your heart and what it is that you'd like to do. Mm-hmm. In a nutshell, we got about two minutes here. Going back to DC, what is it that you would really like to be heading toward as soon as your feet hit the ground? Because you kind of know how the machine works. Yeah. yeah. So th- there's a lot that you don't have to learn over again. So what do you want to do with what you know and then where you want to go? Yeah. N- number one issue is our national debt. I mean, it just really, it is, um, I, I want to, you know, talk to whomever. You know, Mick Mulvaney was the OMB director and is a very good friend. I, I want to talk to him. What happened under the Trump administration? How, what was the plan? I mean, you yeah. know, part of it is you have to have a growing economy, but you also have to cut spending. Yeah. And it, it's it's a matter of sitting down. Um, this is going to be more than what our grandkids will ever be able to bear. Yeah. And so that's going to be a number one issue. Life is always an important issue, as you know, with me. Um, and what a great victory in the, uh, you know, under the um, Trump administration and the the justice nominees to overturn Roe versus Wade. Right. And so that's a huge victory that we should celebrate. Um, and then, of course, defending the country and the international threats 
China uh, has, has continued to grow to become a threat to this country. And uh, I appreciate uh, Congressman Banks and others. Uh, Speaker McCarthy, I yep. mean, he's yep. really taken initiative and leadership on that issue. And I think it's one that we have to look very deeply in. Yeah. Well, listen, um, and some people say, see, there you go again, Miller. Whatever it is that you need from this program, you just let us know. Okay. Well, thank you. Because you know, I've I've always been there with you. Yep. Uh, and you don't owe me anything because that's never been the way you and I have uh, operated. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, I've always tried to be there for you. You've always been there for us. Uh, one of the greatest memories of my life was at in our old house was on the night when the Cubs won the World Series. Uh, the Stutzman family, you, you, Christy, the two boys were with me and Kim in our great room. Oh, what a roller coaster! And then, and then, and then it's like we had the rain delay, and I'm, and I'm sitting here, you know. And the girls are like, "Oh, this is so awesome!" And you and I are like, "Oh crap, we're going to lose." Here we go again. It's like we were. This is where we lose it right here. And we when knew we it. won it. Oh. You and I shot straight up in the air. I think we scared our women to death. <laughs> That's the most we've ever jumped. I know. <laughs> and 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 you've seen. Uh, my one wall in my study, the picture with them jumping up in the air. Yeah. And I bought that picture at, at an auction for um, autism, and Kim knows what I paid for that. And then on the other end now, I now have the scorecard uh, from Pat Hughes, the oh, radio wow. guy, signed from Game 7 of the World Series, and she doesn't know what I paid for that. <laughs> so there you go. Marlon, thanks so much. Thank you. Talk to you again soon. Marlon Stutzman, we'll be back right after the news. <clears throat> Podcasts by Federated Media.